Welcome to this week's episode of the Baseball Together Podcast, Baseball Family. This week we have top prospects making their debuts. More on the Yankees letter and meaningless predictions. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together Podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Welcome to this week's episode of the Baseball Together Podcast, Baseball Family. My name is Brad and I am with... Our fearless leader. I'm here with Brig once what? again. Welcome, Brig. How are you? I'm scared. Good. How are you? <laughs> very well, thank you. Thank you very much. No, I'm Brig. Good. I feel like you're like the brains behind the operation. That's why I call you our fearless leader. What? So. Okay. Thank you. I disagree, but I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. I feel like so. I bring the I bring the fire. That's <laughs> the fire. Like, I'm not the bow. I'm the engine. <laughs> okay, there you go. I'm churning right. up the wake. You're the pirate flag, you know. <laughs> Charging forward, ready to pillage and plunder. Okay. Exactly. I'll go with that. Okay. I'll accept it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, we have so much. This week is so exciting. It is opening week, Brig. We finally reached it after so yes. many days and weeks and a couple months of not being sure when or if it was going to happen. It's happening this week on yep. Thursday. Mark your calendars. Check your local listings for your team. And call in sick to work. You should. MLB because releases so. a letter every year that you can use. Yes, do it. Absolutely. Um, I don't have to worry about it too much because I can sit at my desk and watch baseball unencumbered. And I'm very happy about that. In fact, oh, I think yeah. my like my boss's boss, I think he actually encourages it. To, be <laughs> to watch baseball at your desk. Yes, I think he yeah, encourages good. it. So yeah. he's a big baseball fan. It's very exciting. Nice. Very good. Add a guy. Add a guy. And <laughs> add a kid. Add a kid. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, and real quick for T-Mobile customers, Brig, you want to remind everybody? Listen, on the 5th of April, that is this morning, if you're listening right now, get on T-Mobile Tuesdays and get yourself some free MLB TV. It is coming. It is the reason we are T-Mobile customers. We are magenta through and through because of free baseball. So don't forget to get that. Yes, T-Mobile Tuesdays. It's free. Free. Gratis. Excellent. Let's get into this now, Brig. <laughs> Gratis. So, this is my favorite news that we're going to talk about this week. Okay. We have top prospects set to make the opening day roster. That yeah. means no service time manipulation. And a full 162 game rookie of the year race. Now, yep. these guys are all in the American League, so this is going to be tight and it's going to be tough. I'm very excited about this. First, we have Spencer Torkelson with the Tigers, Bobby Witt Jr. with the Royals, and my man, the new face of the Seattle Mariners, Julio Rodriguez. Julio! Julio! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. They officially announced it this morning break, and I was ecstatic. Now, we all knew it was going to happen, right? Right. I called it a few weeks ago on the on the oh, draft yeah. episode. At least a few weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, and it was officially official this morning, and I've just been watching Julio Rodriguez highlights all day long. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, and we'll get into it later, uh, who we think is going to take home the rookie of the year. Yes, we during, will during our meaningless predictions. But yep. these are three guys you're going to want to pay attention to for yep. sure. So, um, and also other notable transactions we've had over the last week Albert Pujols officially signed with the St. Louis Cardinals to have his farewell tour. Um, we weren't sure if it was going to be last year with, <laughs> with the Angels and then the Dodgers. And then finally he Whatever. signed with the Cardinals, which is, which is what we wanted, right? That's what I was. So excited when this news came down. King Albert back at Bush. This is so exciting. This is what it should be. This is what we were hoping would happen, you know, when he left Anaheim. Pardon mm -hmm. me for almost saying LA. LA. We left Anaheim and we needed him to go back to St. Louis and he didn't. He he just got in the way of all our hopes and dreams. But now he's back and mm -hmm. it's wonderful. And I have the opportunity to be in St. Louis on opening day. Because how do you not put him in the rotation on opening day for his farewell tour? You can't. You have to do that. Yes, he is start. It's official. He's starting on his twenty second consecutive opening day. That's, That's unreal. Amazing. That's yeah, amazing. Absolutely fantastic. Yep. Yeah. And I'm I am just green with jealous rage that you're going to be there, Brig. 
Oh, I'm not going. Oh, you're not going to. Oh, I think no, you said let, gonna... let me tell you. What, I have the opportunity to go. Let me tell you why I'm okay. not going on Thursday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because tickets, tickets are minimum $120 a pop. That's mm. for the worst seat in the in the whole place. Mm-hmm. And then if you and then they don't have a game on Friday, but they if you wait till Saturday, Friday or excuse yeah, Saturday or Sunday, tickets drop to 10 bucks. <laughs> Well, there you go. Just as good, right? <laughs> Listen to that. They go from $120 a piece to $10 48 hours later. I was like, nah, I'll just go. I got it'll be fine. <laughs> that makes good financial sense. You know who would it be does. proud of you, Brick? You know who would be proud of you? Who? It's Dave Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah. you seen those TikToks where somebody's buying oh, like yeah. a six dollar cup of coffee and it's this guy driving by Dave's Dave Ramsey gives him the finger? Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Dave yeah, Ramsey would, would be, be so proud. proud of you. Oh my gosh. But we that's have really other uh, notable transactions. Speaking of the Angels, Anaheim, yeah. LA, whatever, however, oh, whoever Anaheim. you want to call them today. I talked to an Angels fan uh two days ago she's one she's my chiropractor and i found out she's a big baseball fan she's an angels fan and i said hey this is what we do on our show we refuse to call them la because they're anaheim and she went yeah duh (laughs) we we all do the same thing i was like oh sweet so perfect felt validated brad absolutely well my wife's an angels fan she the day that they changed la she's like no that's stupid yeah it doesn't make yeah. any sense. But anyway, the Angels, they designated for assignment Justin Upton. Now, this was a big deal. This is a really big deal because they signed him to a fatty, fat, fat contract about four years ago yeah. and still owe him $28 million. Woo. They're going to pay him $28 million to go play for somebody else. Or not. <laughs> or sit at home. Or yeah. sit at home. It won't matter. No, either whatever it is, they're going to pay him. That is what's called dead money on your, uh, you can't call it a salary cap, but on your payroll, that does still go toward the competitive balance tax. It does. And that means he's that bad or bad for the clubhouse or. Uh, he has something. been one of the worst players in the league for like two years running now. I mean, so. they're willing to pay him to go away and free, yeah. free up a spot. <laughs> That's a pretty big deal. It is. It's a huge deal, and and he's not the first guy to have this happen. I mean, no, they they did it not. to Albert Pujols last year. Yes, they Which, actually. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's strange though. It for Artie Moreno being notoriously cheap, he does spend his money in odd ways. You yeah. know, you know, he gave Mike Trout that fat deal. He gave Anthony Rendon a big deal. Um, they're gonna have to pay Otani. They have to. Like absolutely going to have like, to, no doubt. Yeah, I'm worried about that. Actually, like I'm genuinely for like, the Angels or for him. Future anxiety about this. <laughs> <laughs> now we know it keeps Brig up at night. <laughs> the Angels payroll, part one. <laughs> That's part one. Yeah, I hear Aaron that. Boone is part two, but don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. It's because of John Carlos Stanton. Back off. <laughs> he made a pretty good throw today. I was watching them play Did the he? Phillies today, and he threw a guy out from right field all the way to third. It was pretty cool. So they actually had him in the field? He's in right field as of this afternoon. He was in right field, and he threw hmm. a guy out. He took a one hop into his gloves, kind of a weird catch. He snagged it. He set it up. He threw it all the way to the corner, and he got the guy. And I was like, wow, that's I did not see that coming. It was shallow, <laughs> right? But he still got him. But I mean, it still takes an athlete. It's an athletic play, nonetheless. Yeah. It so, was a good strike. for him. It was a strike. Yeah. Good for him. I like that. Because he honestly is a guy who I like to see do well just because his lows yeah. are so low. They're so I agree. Low. I don't want I hate talking smack about Stanton. I want to celebrate him for the record. I just That's can't. Good. And now and now I feel like with Gary Sanchez there, I got a free, I got some space to loathe. <laughs> I have extra loathing. I don't know what to do with now. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will manage to step in this season. <laughs> oh, I'll figure it out. I'll direct it somewhere. Absolutely. Tyler Clippert is still in the conversation, so I have some left over from him too. He lives there. Every I think he lives in the stupid name. I think he lives in the conversation rent free, doesn't he? 
Well, we live somewhere rent-free, but we don't talk about that on a family-friendly show. Okay. All right. Another notable transaction. The White Sox traded Craig Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell. <laughs> Dodgers for A.J. Pollock straight yeah. up. It was just a straight-up trade. Swap. Yeah. So, Brig, who do you think you got the better end of this deal? The White Sox in A.J. Pollock or the Dodgers in Craig Kimbrell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> well, with the way Kimbrel pitched the end of last year, I almost feel like the like the the White Sox got a better deal out of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But and Kimbrel got rocked the other day too. I mean, I know it's just I was just going to say, like, still. it doesn't. It, there's no reliability with Craig. None. Mm-mm. Yeah, not anymore. He used to be the best thing ever. Well, and I saw something the other day too about his. Uh, about his ERA in safe situations versus non-safe situations. And uh, he, his ERA is like a full point higher in non-safe situations than it is in safe situations. Whoa. Yeah. So it's like he needs the pressure to, yeah, I was going to say he's got to have the pressure. That's strange. That is absolutely strange, but I don't know. I guess I kind of get it, but at the same time, I don't know. It's interesting, but we also have, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to add one because Miguel Castro, talk about swaps. Miguel Castro was traded um, to the Yankees from the Mets for Holy Rodriguez. And it's just a one-on swap as well. Just like another Hmm. one of those. Like one team needed right-hand pitching. The other team needed left-hand pitching. They were like, okay, the end. And they just did it. And that's weird for the both New York teams to play ball. That is... it is very weird. Um, anytime I see those two teams trade, or like when I see the Angels and the Dodgers trade, it's always strange to me as well. Yeah, just because it, it almost feels illegal, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah. I understand. You you almost wonder which one of them's poisoned, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, like ah, so bring in the whipping boy to try the soup first <laughs> before I eat it myself. I maybe will die. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it feels. It's just or who's feels... wearing a wire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but another big trade, Sean Maniah was traded from the A's to the Padres. And he actually started for the Padres on Sunday wearing his A's glove still because the trade had only happened like five hours before. And they were, pay- before. they were playing each other. So it's literally like, oh, I go to the visiting locker room now instead of the, <laughs> instead yeah, of the like, home locker. <laughs> walk across the hall, homie. Yeah. And he put on his new uniform and it was still his day in the rotation on either team. It didn't matter. So he was going to start anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he went out there and he dominated because that's what he does. I was ecstatic about this trade because it gets him out of the AL West. The Mariners and Padres play like two or four times a season is all because they have like the AL and L rivalry. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. But it's you know why they have that rivalry, Brig? Do you know why that's? I do know why. Why? It's called the World Series. The World Series. <laughs> no, no. No, like MLB. So so if you if you're playing sorry. So, I so the way MLB does this is like so the AL West plays I believe it's the NL Central this year because they rotate who they play. And but then they fill in other <laughs> they fill in other interleague games by teams playing their rivals. So like the Dodgers and Angels play every year, the Yankees and the Mets play every year, right? It's not the World Series break. Think about who you're talking about here. I know. <laughs> but they call them rivals because they share a spring training facility. That's the only reason. That and and you've got the Bay rivalry with the with the Giants right. and the A's. You've got the you've got the what do they the call Subway it? Uh, El Trafico with oh yeah, uh, with the Dodgers and Angels, and then you've got the Diamondbacks and the Rockies, who are like geographically linear. And then it's like, well, who's left? Well, we got to put the Padres with somebody. Got to put the Mariners with somebody. Let's just go top to bottom. They share a spring training facility. Maybe they're rivals. I don't know. I don't know. It's Let's all fabricated. Put... It is all fabricated. One hundred percent. But next it's year fun, they're though. gonna have. <laughs> it is fun. It sure is fun. Yeah, I might be totally needing to take a road trip this summer. But uh, next year, they're going to have balanced records and everybody's going to play everybody. And I'm very excited about that. Me too. So very excited. As long as it gives me two te- two extra teams. I don't care. Someday. 
I want four so divisions and two extra teams. We're getting there, Frank. We're getting. I know. There. Okay. <laughs> All right, we have injuries. We have injuries, yeah. Frank, as you would expect headed into the regular season. And before we yep. get too much into this, I'm going to blame this specifically on Rob Manfred. Have to. Because and when you get the chance, you have to. So Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> this is the thing, is that we had a lot of guys coming into spring training with undiagnosed injuries. Fernando Tatis came into spring training with a broken wrist. Yep. Or uh, fractured. I don't know if it was broken, but fractured. Either way. Okay. Because he wasn't able to get medical attention from the team. Yep. You've got Lance Lynn with a knee injury, and I understand he sustained this during spring training, but at the same time, though, he wasn't able to get with team trainers during the lockout. Yep. You've got Jacob DeGrom is shut down with a stress reaction and inflammation in his right shoulder blade. Yep. I'm sure that this is something that has built up since probably November, December, and hasn't had, had a chance to work with team trainers to resolve the issue. Now he's going to miss at least two months. Yep. Speaking of the Mets, Max Scherzer, now question mark for opening day with hamstring tightness. And hamstrings are tricky. They're so tricky. You can feel Do you fine. know which leg it is with Max? It didn't say, but I don't okay. feel like it really matters with a guy who well, pitches the, like he does. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because there was always a little difference in a pitcher push or your land, right? Just right, a little yeah. Bit, but it is. But the problem with the hamstring is he could wake up tomorrow morning and feel fine. And then yeah. go out there and throw a simulation game and three pitches in. It's worse than it was today. 100% true. That you know, is exactly right. So a hamstring is a real problem. Uh, Buck Walter says he's still an option for opening day, but I'm not. I wouldn't be planning on it if I was a Mets fan. You're going to have to go with, with somebody else. So it's really too bad with DeGrom and Scherzer both. It is. And I feel like this is going to be an issue this year, though, that this is yeah. why they're not going to win the, the NL East is because of these injuries. But if they're then, early enough like this, then they could. They could. A hamstring could linger, though. Yeah, I know. So You're Scherzer right. could be dealing with this for a lot of the season. And DeGrom, this could come back, too, because he had he had issues last year, too. Totally. So I think these are, I think these are things definitely to keep an eye on with the Mets, for sure. But if they can come back fully healthy, if they're healthy in July – then yeah. no problem. No problem at all. Right. Totally. Um, then earlier you got, than July. It'd be, it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying like at the latest July. Like August oh, might yeah. be a little bit too late in that division. Too late. Yeah. But then you've got in the Red Sox. Chris Sale is out again. He's going to miss. He's on the 60-day IL with a stress fracture in his ribs. Yeah. Now, the 60, now, we say 60 days. It's That means that he is out for a minimum of 60 days. He yep. could be out for 90 to the entire Plus. season. Right. By being on the 60-day IL. There was uh, Kyle Lewis was put on the 10-day IL last year initially with a meniscus tear because they were like, oh, we could probably have him back in 45 days. So we don't want to yeah. put him on 60. We put him on 10. He ended up going 60 and ended up missing the entire season. Yeah. So this is another big one for the Red Sox because Chris Sale has not pitched significant ever. amount. <laughs> ever. <laughs> there you go. That's the one right there. I mean, it yeah. just feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it does feel like, it. like the last time we spoke meaningfully about Chris Sale was like 2019. I was going to say, I don't think we've ever done it on this podcast. Yeah, you're right. But Mike Farns won't so. leave me alone. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just have to slip Chris Sale's name in there at least once. Yeah. A, I feel once good a month. about He used to be uh, had the upper hand on that. And now I do. So it's, it's yeah, very nice. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just text him. Just want to let you know about Chris Sale. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do it right now <laughs> where's that wound pour some salt in some lemon yeah, juice put some all salt of it right there yeah um like so speaking of lockout issues so remember with the lockout break they were not testing for peds yeah right so we have our first three idiots break <laughs> who <laughs> tested positive for steroids we had danny santana richard rodriguez and jose rondon um, all free agents, they all three tested positive for boldenone, which I looked it up. I was like, I understand it's a steroid, but <laughs> what I saw was that it is originally a veterinary steroid. So I wonder if this is the low-grade beaver tranquilizer as referred yeah. to in the movie Dodgeball. Right. If that's <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know, maybe. <laughs> that's awesome. But so those guys are all suspended for 80 games uh, should they ever sign with a team. And honestly, I don't think anybody's going to want to touch any of those guys with a 10-foot pole. Oh, 
I agree with you. So there's our three our three stooges from the lockout right there. Um, we have an update on the Yankees sign stealing letter. How excited yeah. are you for this, Brig? Not, but go ahead. Not, not even a little bit. So, <laughs> for those of you who might have missed last week, we talked to last was the last week, two weeks ago. I don't know. Anyway, we talked about how it. Um, a judge had uh, <laughs> a judge had <laughs> ordered that the Yankees open the letter from Rob Manfred regarding sign stealing. Yeah. There was an investigation and all this stuff. We talked about how it'd be worse for baseball than it would be for the Yankees. Yes. Well. The Yankees have appealed to all 13 judges of the Second Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals to reverse the ruling of their initial three-judge panel to unseal the letter from Manfred to Cashman. Yep. Now, Brig, I don't know if you watched Making a Murderer or not, but I did, which makes me an expert on the Court of Appeals. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. No, it How could it is? No, you have a Juris Doctorate now. <laughs> I do. You're, right. You're at right. least a lobbyist. <laughs> no i still don't know how it works but anyway okay so i thought this was in- interesting so this is judge <clears throat> joe joseph f bianco circuit judge joseph f bianco wrote this regarding the yankees uh appeal are you ready for this break this is very i'm interesting. so ready tell me tell me okay it says the yankee this is we're going to call this reading the internet here we go the yankees primarily contend they will suffer significant and irreparable rep- reputational harm not because of the actual substance of the Yankees letter, but rather because of its content would because its content would be distorted to falsely and unfairly generate the confusing scenario that the Yankees had somehow violated MLB's sign stealing rules when in fact the Yankees did not. Now let's pause there for a minute. We talked a little bit about this that it's not so much the Yankees because the Yankees have their lovers and their haters and everybody's going to be on both sides of the fence no matter what, right? Right. Yep. Yeah, they could they could steal signs every year, and that wouldn't change anybody's opinion about them. Nope. Would it change You're your right. opinion as a Yankee fan? Mm, no, I'd be pissed, yeah. but I wouldn't change my opinion. Exactly. Exhibit A, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Putting that <laughs> jurist doctor to work. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He continues, that argument, however, carries little weight. Disclosure of the document will allow the public to independently assess MLB's conclusion regarding the internal investigation as articulated to the Yankees, and the Yankees are fully capable of disseminating their own views regarding the actual content of the Yankees' letter. Now, I feel like he said basically everything we did before, but in a more judicial way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you just use legalese. Yeah, the problem is for baseball, though, really, though. Yeah, it is. And so, okay, my – and I'm not saying that this isn't a Homer comment. This is genuine. Mm -hmm. If you're going to force open the results of an investigation into the Yankees, you have to force open the results of the investigation into the Red Sox and to the Astros from the 2017-2018 seasons. You have to. Everything because has to be open up. Yeah. Everything now. And that's what I'm saying. So if like if the truth is that important and it doesn't matter if we're just going to blanketly say that the the players, the fans, everybody involved deserves to know, then we all deserve to know. Mm-hmm. So what kind of precedent are you going to set because we don't still have the full depth of the 2017 information and we still don't know anything about really anything about what the Red Sox went through. So <clears throat> I don't know how you can pick one and not the others. You like I'm okay either way, but you just have to do it. Like do it all the way. Yeah, exactly. You can't go part way on this. If I was the Yankees, I would be that would be my big petition too is that if this appeal is denied, then I'd say, "Okay, then let's open up the books on everybody else then. What else Bingo. did you find other places? The world has yep. to know if they have to know about us, they have to know about them too and anybody else you might have looked into. Anybody yeah, because you cannot pick and choose. And that was actually one of the things, one of Cashman's arguments, I think is who it was, was he said, um, huh. he says, well, what's to stop them from opening other confidential letters or whatever, not just in baseball, but otherwise. It's like exactly. And what other topics, yes. right? Just not, not just rule or policy violation, but maybe this gets into, you know, investigations into domestic violence policies or the. I mean, there could be a whole lot of information out there that we're not privy to that 
mm-hmm. could further damage baseball's reputation as a whole. Now, I think that's a short-term response. The long-term response is that the truth might actually liberate us all, and we all come to terms with what's going on, kind of like the NFL went through, where players went to jail, everybody got it, and then now we all just know, right? That mm-hmm. That's a risk. That's just part of the, what happens, and it sucks, and we all hate it, but it's it's better that we know. And so I, I don't know. I don't know. I like the truth. I'm always prefer the truth, like I said. But. Right. Yeah, and I... I don't know. The problem that I have, the only problem I have with it is that, like I said, it'd be bad for baseball because it would be known as the cheating sport. Yep. While it already is known as that to some degree, that every sport has a stigma that baseball is going to be cheating, that you can't trust any result, you know? And I feel like, I feel like that would be, that would be really bad. But there are some people who feel like because of gambling that like the sports books have their hands in every single result. Right. Saying that, like, everything's fixed. That That's why there's only certain teams win the championship and others don't because of odds, and because they can't be paying out, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, and that certainly doesn't help. But I don't know. I Well, it took professional boxing decades, literally decades to drop the stigma about betting and throwing fights and all. Kinds well, it's of I feel like it's still there. Yeah, but because, it's not because there are nearly as strong as it was. Yeah, because. Because there are certain fights that, like, you go into, it's like it's gonna be a draw. It's gonna be a draw because these guys get more money by fighting again in six months. That's right, or a year, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. So there, and the, and you're right. It's it's hard to shirk those mm-hmm. those reputations. They just are hard. Yeah, to get, and the to NBA still has the referee thing. Yeah, that there are times that it's like, dude, this dude is like in the pockets. <laughs> <laughs> the sports yeah. books or something you know so that's right yeah everybody exactly everybody's right. got their stigma and i just i don't want baseballs to be cheating because that's a it's a cycling thing it's a <laughs> <laughs> nailed it <laughs> anyway our last thing here that we have <laughs> last thing is the a's are really really starting to threaten that they're gonna move uh yeah the, Oakland Coliseum has been a bad place to play baseball for many decades now. And they've been trying to get a new stadium, trying to relocate. And A's president, Dave, is I think it's Cavill, says that he believes they could be moving to Las Vegas. Uh, first off, I think Las Vegas is an outstanding place for the A's to move to because I agree. There is so much room there for a baseball team to grow. We saw the way that Vegas fans embraced the Raiders. The yep. Golden Knights, they would love a baseball team in Vegas. I'm sure of it. Totally. Um, so he said, "We're negotiating with different parties. We've had a lot of detailed meetings on some of these uh, on some of these term sheets. Pretty shortly, we're going to be announcing a site in Las Vegas because we have to have a real option down in Las Vegas." Um, he says they they could announce their preferred site in four to six weeks. Whoa. And while that's amazing, while I feel like they're actually going to be like, yes, this is where we want to put a stadium. This is our site and bargain with it. Right. Like, because that's what you do. Oh, sure. Of course. Yeah. We haven't made a decision yet, but if we had our druthers. Right. This is where we would put it. And, but this is the thing is that Rob Manfred has recommended that the A's look into relocation uh, since May of 2021, after it said after numerous failed attempts to find a new home in the Bay Area, um, and we've talked about how Rob Manfred knows how to negotiate. He knows we've seen him play hardball. It's all right? he knows how to do. To some, yeah. yeah, he he's zero to one hundred in no time flat, yeah. which is can be a problem, which we saw during the lockout, but it can also be beneficial. Which I feel like this could be yeah. like. Can't believe you just said that, but I agree with you. Yeah, it's only it's beneficial like in that he's going to shoot himself in the foot again. We can only hope. And he's going to allow Oakland to lose baseball team. Yes. And that will be good for lots of things, bad for a number of things. But mm-hmm. see, and this is why we just need expansion. Just give Vegas a ball club. And this is the thing I think is going to happen is that um, – that team is going to move. It's going to be like this, like with the Sonics. Yeah. That team is going to move to Vegas and then Oakland's going to be sitting there waiting. And when there is expansion, they're going to be like, okay, we will build a stadium. We will have a yeah. place for you to play. And yep. then that's where they'll expand is in Oakland. Dang. That is going to throw off some stuff. That's it so is. bad. 
Yeah, but there does need to be another team out west. There does. There definitely needs one. <laughs> and it's either so, Portland or Vegas. We've talked about that a million times. I feel like Vegas is a better fit. Honestly, there's more money in Vegas. Whoa, yeah. A whole <laughs> lot more. Yeah, for sure. Those are Terry Benedict's casinos. <laughs> um, but one last note on this is it took the Golden State Warriors moving across the bay to San Francisco to build a new arena because they could not get a spot in Oakland to do it. Yeah, They moved out of Oracle. They moved over to Chase. And they are in San Francisco. They are no longer in Oakland. And I feel like that's a really big piece to the A's argument of being like, your Warriors yeah. couldn't even get a spot. And they Championship Warriors. were dominant for a decade. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't get a spot. We need to go somewhere else because we can't move across the bay because the Giants already own that town. All of it. And then some. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think we could be seeing the Las Vegas A's or something here in the next five years, six years. Yeah. The Las Vegas... Hmm. Call them the dice, the Las Vegas dice. Scorpions. I'm I'm here for that. Yeah, I like the Las Vegas Scorpions. I can see and that they play, and then they play Rocky like a hurricane before every single game. Yes. Yeah, that's the way. Slow clap, slow <laughs> clap for Brad. <laughs> well, thank you. Before we go to break, let's remind you about the newest and easiest way to support the podcast with Patreon. You can join Patreon and be one of our rooters. We have three different tiers. We have starters, uh, all-stars, and Hall of Famers. Each has a different price. The lowest is $5, which is cheaper than one of Briggs' bougie cups of coffee. That's $5 That's a month. true. And there are other perks like uh, discount codes to the shop and lots of fun stuff. So hop on Patreon, search Baseball Together, or click the link in our link tree down in the description. You can go right over there. And then uh, with that, we're going to go take a break, and we'll be back with our meaningless predictions for the 2022 season. No matter which ballpark you're at, you want to rep your team. Now you can with 9 Plus Us. Welcome to the Big City Series. With every design available in your team's colors, you can fit in with the home crowd or stand out on the road. Either way, we have the colors you crave. Shop the Big City Series and find designs that rep your favorite baseball podcast, cheer from the cheap seats, and much more. Shop the Big City Series only at 9plusus.com. Welcome back, baseball family. This is the time of year you all have been waiting for. The time of year where we predict things that don't matter, that that are probably completely false, and we call them meaningless predictions. We have likely completely uh, false. Let's be honest. Well, we've been right before. Okay, uh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. However, we don't expect to be right. It's just kind of fun when it happens. So, we are going to give you our pick for Rookie of the Year, Cy Young, MVP, Manager of the Year. We're going to start there. Then we're going to take a quick break and come back with more meaningless predictions. But right now, Brad, I need you to tell me who you have for your National League Rookie of the Year. Okay, my National League Rookie of the Year is actually a guy who came over from Japan and signed with the Chicago Cubs. His name is Seiya Suzuki. Um, I was a little bit disappointed that he did not sign with the Mariners, but on the other hand, it did open up that slot for Julio Rodriguez. Cause if he had like, I don't know what they would have done with him. And I think that, I think that Jerry DePoto traded for Jesse Winker. I think he saw the writing on the wall that Suzuki was not going to come to Seattle. Yep. So, uh, so I, I'm going to go with Suzuki as my national league rookie of the year. Wow. Are you sure? <laughs> he's the favorite by the way i have the FanDuel sports sportsbook up right now he is the yeah. favorite at plus 350 oh. so your payout would be three and a half times your wager should he okay. win the rookie of the year okay all right uh my national league pick is o'neill cruz actually he plays for the pirates and i know this is kind of a dark horse pick but i'm going with him because he's on a bad team which gives him a lot of opportunity to shine now, he hasn't made the opening day roster yet, as we've covered in the previous segment, but he did hit 310 with 17 home runs and 47 RBIs um, across 68 minor league games last year. And uh, he plays shortstop, so he can play any of the middle infield spots. He's really going to have a good year, and he's got a plus 380 
over uh, betting thing with the stuff and the money. <laughs> betting odds. I have plus 460 on FanDuel, so even better on FanDuel. So okay. at least better friendly. Um, That's right. Yeah, he's a solid pick. I've, I've read about him this offseason, and he is somebody to watch regardless of whether or not he wins Rookie of the Year. Because he's one of those really exciting guys that the Pirates have who they're going to trade away in two years. That's so, right. But it's going to give Pirates fans must-see mm-hmm. baseball a little bit for this couple of years, for sure. Exactly right. For sure. And they need break. Okay, so, yeah. Who do you have for your American League Rookie of the Year? Julio! <laughs> Julio! Yes! Yeah. 100%. So no he brainer. Is- so for those of you who uh, are in gambling states like me, as you can tell... Um, Julio Rodriguez is plus 400 right now. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr. is the favorite coming out of spring training at plus 300. Like I said, with the with the Royals. And he's so, these are these guys are t- people to watch, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one of them. Um, I like Julio Rodriguez partially because he plays with the Mariners, but also because I've seen him in person. Also because I've been paying attention to him for five years now. Forever. And also because I got plus 1,700 on him back oh. in February. So... Yeah, that's amazing. Looking to make some money this <laughs> this October. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> but you're right, so, Bobby Witt Jr. is what is he plus three ten right now or something like that? Yeah, I got plus three hundred on FanDuel. So, yeah. uh, he had a killer spring though. My goodness, oh, he had a killer spring. For but sure. uh, this so this is one thing to be wary of though is that there is such thing as a spring training all star. Uh huh. Um. Dustin Ashley might be doing that right now, you know, with seven Dustin home runs or whatever. Every single year, man. Like, yeah. he would kill it in the spring, and the Mariners would be propping him up. And I just like, I'll wait and see what he's doing in June because totally. he's going to fall off the cliff. He did every single year. And, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. So one of these guys, one of these rookies, I think, is going to fall off the cliff. He's going to hit the rookie wall at some point. Yep. Um, I personally don't think it's going to be Julio Rodriguez because his body is built for 162 games. Yep, I agree. He's a mountain of a man. Yep. 100%. So Love it. Okay, go and give me your Cy Young pick for the National League. Okay. Um, my initial pick, I was going to go with Scherzer. Yeah. But so, that hamstring does worry me and also a little bit his age. Like, his age hamstring i don't think that's going to be the only ish injury he deals with this year yeah so i'm gonna go with tight pants with walker <laughs> bueller yes <laughs> go with walker bueller uh, uh fanduel has yeah. him at plus 950 so okay he is he is number three in line but i think right. he, i think he's our guy i like that I like that a lot. I am actually going to go with Corbin Burns. Oh, you're going to go it with a repeat? It was going to be Jacob deGrom. What? Mm-hmm. I said you're going to go with a repeat? Yep. I want to see it. And it's mostly because it's meaningless prediction time, and I want desperately to see Corbin Burns do it again. Yeah. That's it. That's all. That, Dude's that solid. That would be cool. <laughs> I do like teams other than, like, other than like the coastal teams to do well, you know, like it's fun watching the Brewers play. I like the Brewer. I like the way that Craig Council manages the games. I would love to see the Brewers too. do well, and I would love yeah. to see Corbin Burns do do well again as well. But yep. I love me some Walker Bueller. I'm going to be honest with you. I do. Too. I, I, he's appointment TV for me. Wow. I watch. I, I watch every one of his, about him. I watch every one of his starts. I turn wow. him on every single time because I can. Yeah. So yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. What about your AL? Give me your AL Cy Young Award. Um, this one's going to be a little bit tougher. Uh, I want to go with Robbie Ray repeating, just because I'm I'm going to go with Robbie Ray repeating. Tie pants, really? tie pants okay. all around for the Cy Young. Let's go with Robbie <laughs> Ray. He's in he, T-Mobile is friendly to lefties. He's a lefty, and I think he's going to do well. We're going to going to repeat. Going to bring the Cy yeah. Young back to Seattle. Wow. Um, okay, I was gonna go with Shane Bieber for mine, but I can't. I was too. <laughs> yeah, I can't though, and I don't know why I can't. It's just because the Guardians it, are terrible. 
They're so know. bad. They're so bad. So he's getting no run support at all. It's just going to be rough. Okay, I want, I'm going with Garrett Cole. I know it sounds like a homer pick, but it's not. I mean, the dude's worked out all his sticky stuff problems, and he's now he's favorite. back. He is he's the, the favorite. favorite at plus 450. Robbie Ray is plus 1,000. So I, maybe I'll go yeah. put a dollar on Robbie Ray tonight. Do it. Put $1 on him. Yeah, because um, Garrett Cole finished second in Cy Young voting last year anyway. He's at 3.23 ERA over 30 games. Yeah. Well, and the thing that Robbie Ray, that really, that he, that he does that like kills that makes it so that he uh i mean basically the reason he won the cy young last year is because yeah. he kills with strikeouts per nine that's he right. has the all-time record 11.2 and i think that's going to continue to do well in seattle i mean strike out you can strike out anybody anywhere so i i think that that's one of the reasons i got robbie ray because his game okay. will translate yeah so you're not wrong by the way, if I bet a dollar on him, I'd only win ten. So, oh, only you only <laughs> multiply your money by. Okay, that's, never mind. That's a good point. There you go. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, um, MVP. He got MVP. Your, uh, should we go? Let's go National League MVP. Who you got? I don't. You don't. I don't know. Oh, I thought you were saying. You're gonna like pass on the no, national league MVP. I want to pass. I want to because I don't know. Um, you know what I mean? Like I don't know, man. Ugh, it's so hard because Tatis broke his wrist. Yeah, and so this is this is my thing is that last year. So so last season Bryce Harper won it. If Juan Soto had won it, I wouldn't have been sad. And I think the only reason they didn't give it to Soto last year is because Harper is older. Yeah. Now. This year, I think the voters, a lot of those voters were like, Soto's going to have a chance to win it. As long as he puts up a respectable season, I think Soto is your guy. Well, I want, see, and here's the problem. I want to give it to Soto, but then Acuna. Acuna's coming back, yeah. He's you not going to be back you, till May. Still. Well, I mean, that's still like 90% of the season, basically. I understand that, but that's. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, That's why it's hard. Like, so I don't know. I'll go with Soto. I got to go with Soto. The favorite at plus 380. Yeah, but I want to go with yeah. Acuna. God, just stupid. <laughs> Acuna is going to have a good year. I do. I he's going to have a great have year. A really year. But yes, I just, I just feel like with the way the voting went last year and what we saw, I think yeah. that so many of the voters already have so- Soto in their head Yeah, that he's he's going to be the guy. I think you're right. Okay, I gotta go with Soto. You're right about. Okay. I forget about the human element of the voting. Sometimes and that's the I'm problem, like, right? It is like that's why you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. For AL though, is I think it's way easier. Don't you? Oh, it's super easy. It's yeah. the guy who probably should have won it last year. Y- yeah. Right. Yeah. Vlad Guerrero Jr. the third. Is that who or you have? Shohei Otani. Or Shohei Otani. I I wonder if partway through this season, people are going to have Shohei Otani fatigue. They could. That's a good point. I but mean, will I he won't. get fatigued? Will he? That's Is he going to get injured? Is he going to stay healthy? That's the only thing that matters. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be able to look at his performance. And if he's going to be healthy on the mound and in the box, we are going to have an undeniable most valuable player. You just can't well, and, the, and the fact that the rules have been specifically changed for him yes. to be able to hit more. Yes. So I'm telling you, I, I, I'm giving it to Otani. And that's the thing that's funny is that he is literally the most valuable player in baseball. So there is no it's, reason. Dude, for it's not to even a question to not give it to him. But I think, I think Vlad's ready though. I think he's ready to even improve on last year. Yeah. And, and be better. Matt Chapman said he's the best hitter he's ever seen. Yeah. Well, what is Matt Chapman now? He's played with some pretty good players, though. <laughs> played in division with some pretty good players. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. I don't know. So, anyway, Vlad okay, is manager the of the 50. year. Hold on. Vlad is plus 550, and Shohei Otani is the favorite at plus 340. Mike Trout is actually uh, split with Vlad. He's also plus 550. Okay. Which, if he can stay healthy, is going to be in the running. Yeah. We forget about Mike Trout sometimes. 
I don't yeah, know. I, I, well, he's always broken. That's why. You're right. So, <laughs> just, sorry. <laughs> he is broken a lot, especially lately. And, okay. and I feel I'm broken all the time, too. So, I don't know. I don't have any room to talk. Zero. <laughs> That's so what why. happens though when you when you play the game the way he does though we saw it with Griffey, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. He's starting to get into his thirties, and it's your body has a thirty year warranty on it, Brig. I'm convinced of it, and that's why that yeah, stuff you happens. keep saying that. Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm a pretty good. Convinced. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, NL manager of the year. Who you got for NL manager of the year? Um. Well, I want. Uh, I want to give it to Joe Girardi. Hmm. I just, I just do. I don't know if that's a good decision <laughs> because Bob Melvin has a really good chance of being of, of his team going over a really long way up against steep, steep odds. That's my pick. Is Bob Melvin. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue with it, but I just want Joe Girardi to to earn it. I just want mm-hmm. him to. That, I don't I know would, why. Well, my thing is that I feel like the the Phillies are going to be way better this year. That they underachieved yeah. last year. There were some issues with that bullpen. It was just terrible. Yeah, it was and terrible. They, they've got to have that stuff sorted out. I mean, they have. I saw some this uh, this Twitter person. I can't remember who it was exactly. Keeps referring to the the Phillies as the beefy boys. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> that's like, really yeah, funny you're right the beefy boys i think she calls them like the five beefy boys but that's they awesome. are and they're gonna hit a lot of home runs this year it's just a matter yeah. of if they can do anything else to score runs but i agree with you what about the american league i i'm gonna go scott service again he should have won it last year i think the mariners are gonna make the playoffs this year and it's gonna be him yep that's 100%. who you have yep Get you drinking yeah, the Kool Aid. <laughs> it's gonna be Scott Service. I'm it digging it. Yeah, it ought to be. It should have been last year. Only missed the game the playoffs <laughs> by one game, and they weren't even supposed to win 75 games that year. Yeah, but it is what it is. Anyway, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're gonna go through rundown divisions and give you our World Series picks. The Nonther Sports Podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone. Every other week, you can catch David and Jason as they talk about all things sports. From current events to classic moments and everything in between. You can find the Nonlinear Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and more. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Welcome back, baseball family, to our meaningless, meaningless prediction segment of 2022. Um, like we said, the season's getting ready to start, and this is when we like to do these meaningless predictions because they become um, even less meaningless, even more meaningless as the season goes on. I don't know. Anyway, uh, hopefully we'll get some right. If not, who cares? Because it doesn't matter anyway. It's like it's like whose line? Where, yeah, where the points don't matter and everybody wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. It's 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 fine. It's fine. Well, so today I put out into the Twitterverse. Um, I wanted to see what some people thought about this upcoming season. We had a couple of responses, so I made a promise that we would give a shout out. So here we go. We have Anthony Serrata uh, on Twitter said he says for his division winners he has the Yankees, White Sox, Mariners. I like that. Uh, oh, yeah. The Braves, Cardinals, and Dodgers. Then his wild card teams are now. Remember, we have a twelve team playoff, so there are six yeah. division winners. Six wild cards across all of Major League Baseball. So he has for his six wild card teams: the Blue Jays, Twins, Astros, Phillies, Mets, and Padres. And then in the World Series, he has the Yankees over the Padres. I could I could see that happening, to be honest. Yeah, with you. I could see that happening. And then his MVPs, he has Vlad Jr. and Soto, just like yep previously. His like Cy Young, said. his Cy Youngs, he has Garrett Cole and Corbin Burns. Bingo. And then we also have Adam what he's Taylor. talking about. He does know what he's talking about. He knows what's <laughs> up. And then we've got Adam Taylor McKillop who said hard, hard to ignore the Dodgers, but watch out for Brewers in the NL. I think he's right. Um, yeah. 
Yanks, Blue Jays, White Sox, Astros, cream of the AL crop. Then he's got the Dodgers over the White Sox, four to two. Calling his shot. Dodgers over wow. the White Sox in the four World Series, two. four to two. Yeah. Okay. All right. That would be a heck of a series. So agreed. All right. Let's get into it, Brig. So let's oh, let's run down uh, our divisions top to bottom. I think okay. this will be fun. Um, okay. It's, it's uh, less meaningful, I think. I don't know. More meaning? I don't know. Anyway, okay. Let's start. <laughs> let's start with the AL East. <laughs> less meaningless. There we go. Okay. <laughs> In the AL All East, right. who do you have, top to bottom? Top to bottom. In this order: Blue Jays, Yankees, Rays, Red Sox, Orioles. Okay, I have Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, Red Sox, Orioles. Well, so we just so, flipped one and two. Yes, we did. I think the Yankees are going to be better than what we uh, anticipate, to be honest. I hope so. I think they're going to put it together this year. I hope so. I need them to, but also you can't deny the power of the Blue Jays, man. And everybody knows I'm a Yankees fan, but it's going to be tough. This is going to be a tough division. So this is my problem with the Blue Jays is that everybody, like when they traded for Yusei Kikuchi, or when they signed Yusei Kikuchi, they're like, oh, man, book it. Yeah. The Blue Jays are going to win the East. They're going to go to the yeah. World Series. Like, they're going to look like it. I'll be honest with you. Like, they're going to look like it in May, June, maybe even beginning of July. Yeah. But Kikuchi's going to fall off in September. He didn't last year, and he missed his last start because of it, because they couldn't trust him in a game yeah. they needed to win. So yeah, Kikuchi's going to be a problem. Don't you think any of that's been overcome? I don't think so. I no. think honestly, I think I think teams figured him out. I think he's yeah. been figured out. Maybe they'll cut out one of his pitches so that he can be stronger on his other because he has like five pitches. So he can be stronger on his other four. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know honestly. Because if they're if he's his four, if he's their fourth starter, then they're going to have problems in that slot because you don't know what you're going to get from him from start yeah. to start. Yeah. And the second half season was bad. So yeah, but there's still trades and stuff. We still there are still of, trades. There's yeah. Lots of opportunities to shift things and. Make adjustments. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying it. But I can see it going either way. Yankees, Blue Jays, Jays, Yankees. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just. Yeah. It's tough. It is tough. And that's why it's fun to do it. Let's go to the NL East. Who do you have in the NL East? In the oh, you skipped on me. Let me go to my. No, notes we're just here. gonna stick in stick in uh, ge- okay. geographic regions. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Where's my notes? All right. This is stupid. All right. NL East. I've got Mets, Phillies. Ooh. Oh, it's so hard. Mets, Phillies, Braves, Marlins, Nats. Okay. I have Phillies, Braves, Mets, Nats, Marlins. Really? Yeah. How does it feel to be yeah. wrong? Um, pretty normal. I'll be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So, okay. okay. <laughs> Who do you have? Let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> from, from that, let's talk the AL Central. What? Who you got in line? I have Detroit. Yeah, you Chicago, Minnesota. Detroit, Chicago, Minnesota, Kansas City, Cleveland. Yeah. That's not I the only difference for me is I have the White Sox beating the Tigers. That's it. Everything yeah. else is the same. I'm still not sold on the White Sox. That division was so bad last year and yeah. if I man, if the Mariners had been in the Central, they would have made the playoffs. They would have won the division. The White totally. Sox didn't didn't win more games than what like teams that missed did so that makes any sense so no it it does okay it's annoying to watch anywho who you got in the central the national league central sorry um in the national league central i'm gonna go with uh, milwaukee st louis chicago cincinnati pittsburgh hmm I'm seeing a pattern here, Brad. What's that? I've got I've got St. Louis, Milwaukee, 
Chicago, Cincinnati, mm. Pittsburgh. What is going on? Well, this this is what's going on. Honestly, like those these divisions are relatively balanced at the top. The thing is, the the, the Cubs sold off everybody last year, right? Like we saw yeah, that happen. Yeah. We saw they're yeah. like in rebuild, but they got good players. They have good players, but the Brewers and the Cardinals are pretty established, and the yeah. Cardinals are going to lean heavy on veteran presence. Oh yeah, right. Well, so why would they not? That yeah, I mean they've got three guys doing their farewell their farewell tour this year. So, well, and I think that's going to be a big X factor motivator. And then you get you get guys like Arenado in there who bring that middle management sort of leadership to the team. Yeah, and then they still have young talent. I don't know, man. I really I like St. Louis for the NL Central this year. The only thing with them, with me, what I don't see them actually winning the the division is because they had to have an outstanding, an unreal September to make the playoffs last year. They did. Yeah, you're so, right. And now and we don't I don't know. Skipper. And Skipper's I don't gone. Know, yeah, Skipper's yeah. gone. I don't yeah. know uh, what their COVID situation was, what situation was like off the top of my head last year. Like I don't know if they because like the Red Sox were just decimated and lost like forty games in a row, something yeah. like that. You know. Yeah. And. They were a way better team than their record showed. And we saw that at the end of the season. Yeah. I don't remember off the top of my head what the Cardinals situation was. Um, but I, I don't know that they're good enough to beat the Brewers is the thing. So. Okay. Anywho. They do have consistency in Milwaukee that they have not had in St. Louis. Yes. And okay. we got a Christian Yelich has got to get back. Finally, right? right? Like, I mean, he's, he's due just, to get back for sure. It's same as Mike Trout, though. Yeah, and same with Cody Bellinger. Bellinger had same a terrible with spring. Yeah, absolutely terrible. But yeah, I don't I'm, know what's up with that class of dudes. I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. That's okay, weird. should we go to the NL West? Conspiracy? You I don't want to go with the AL West? <laughs> you want to break the flow? Just well, let's go. Sorry, let's go. AL West. I was like, I was already scrolled. The I scrolled down. Did <laughs> the best for last, Brig. <laughs> no, the best went first. Oh, okay. All right, let's okay, go to the on. AL West. That's fine. I was scrolled okay. down to the NL West already. Okay. Okay. Who do you got? <laughs> so I, ha- I actually have Houston winning the division again. Yeah. Uh, they are yeah. not so depleted that they will not win the division. Then I've got Seattle yeah. finishing second. Yeah. The Angels third. The Rangers fourth. And the A's last. Ooh. See, now I have everything you do except I got the A's finishing before the, the Rangers. The Rangers spent too much money to finish last. <laughs> like, <No. laughs> that's what it comes down to for me is that they're gonna they're gonna score runs and they're gonna win some ball games, but they don't have the pitching to win enough to do anything. That's so, true. That's just, true. Yeah, it's just it's not gonna but happen. I still I still think that the Rangers will finish last. <laughs> Yeah. Just cause. Okay. Just because it's meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Just because I said, Brad. Because <laughs> I said so. That's why. <laughs> I don't need no doctor. <laughs> okay, you go first with the NL West. All right. Um, I as much as it pains me, I've got LA winning the West. The and cream. then I've got what? They're the cream. They're like, the really cream. They- they really are. And then I've got um, San Diego, San Francisco, Colorado, and Arizona. And I have exactly the same. Okay. L.A., San Diego, San Francisco, Colorado, Arizona. Um, and I think the Dodgers are going to finish with the best record again. They might win 110 games this year. Yeah. No, I think the, you're right. There's a real shot at it. I really don't, I don't uh, disagree with that at all, actually. So who do you have? So your division winner. So my division winners, I have the Yankees, Tigers, Astros, and then my American League wild cards are Toronto, Cleveland, and Seattle. And then in the National League, I have uh, the Phillies, Dodgers, and Brewers winning their divisions with my wild card being uh, the Padres, Giants, and Cardinals. Uh, great. I've got division winners are Blue Jays, White Sox, Astros, and then my wild card teams are Yankees, Rays, and Mariners. 
Okay. And the National so, League, what? Oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. So the National League, I've got the Mets, Cardinals, Dodgers. And then backing them up, I've got the Phillies, the Brewers, and the Padres. Did I say that I had Cleveland as my wild as one of my wild cards? That's not right. The no. White Sox, not the not the you Guardians. Didn't say Cleveland. You didn't say oh. Cleveland. Did you? I did by mistake. Well, if yeah. you did, I I it was so out of character. <laughs> I have Chicago I as even... my yeah, the White yeah, Sox. Chicago's going to be my other wild card, not Cleveland. Yeah. The Guardians are not going to win anything this year. No. Not going to be the Guardians of anything, but the baseball. They're going to win the worst name in baseball award every <laughs> year until something happens. I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay, and then who do you have going to the World Series? Um. Oh, man. I, uh, wow. I honestly, Yankees-Dodgers. I have Yankees Brewers. You think the Brewers are going to be able to topple all that competition in the NL? No. <laughs> I just I don't want to go with the favorite. I don't want to go with the Dodgers because I don't feel like they're going to be able to do it again this year, despite everything with that roster. Because this is the thing, is that the teams who had the best record rarely make it to the World Series. I know. I almost went with the Padres for that exact same reason. Come back from wild card, all that young talent, some fire in their belly. But you can't beat the Cardinals on the other side for all the opposite reasons. Maybe I'll go. I don't like the. I'd love to see Yankees Cardinals. I'm going Padres. I'm going Padres. That pitching staff is too good. It's amazing. That's what wins in the postseason. That's true. But do they have it up against the Dodgers pitching staff? They've got the starting rotation locked in, but what about the bullpen? They'll figure it out. If this is this is this is one of my things is that a GM who knows how to put together that kind of a starting rotation understands the importance of pitching and is going to make the moves that he needs to to shore up the bullpen. Why is that an argument not exactly the same, just a little farther north with the Dodgers? Yeah. I, I just think the Dodgers are going to run out of, run out of gas. That's all it is. They're going to be the best team in the regular season. They're going to be the best team. They are. They, they are. might contend with the Mariners' 116 wins. There is a real chance because they are so good. They are. But they're going to run out of gas, and they and it could be when they play the Padres. I don't think they'll run out of gas. They might get bested by X Factor things, right? By but it won't be gas. I don't think that's what, if yeah. the Dodgers fall, it'll be in any given Sunday scenario. It'll be just one of those like, well, you win some, you lose some. We, there's <laughs> absolutely game, no game reason on paper. What? Come down to a game seven check swing. Exactly. <laughs> and and you'll be screaming for robot umpires. And Again. there'll be, it'll be something like that is exactly what it'll be. Yeah, I think you're right. That's the only so, reason the Dodgers don't make it to the World Series. So who Unless do you have get riddled with the injuries? Series, then who do you have winning the, the World Yan- Series? Then the Yankees. the Yankees. And I I don't know if the Yankees are good enough to win the World Series, but I don't know if the Padres are good enough to win the World Series. If it comes down to those two, it's it's going to be coming down to trades and performance up to that point. But yeah. if it's between the Yankees and the Dodgers, I think that any given Sunday thing carries. I, I just do. Yeah, it, it could. Um. Especially, um, can you imagine the World Series at Chavez Ravine and in the Bronx? Like, the world would crack this, we, in half. <laughs> like, we've been wanting this for years. <laughs> I know, and this is this is honestly a season where it could it could legitimately happen. Twenty seventeen, it should have happened. Okay, my X factor is going to be the manager in this situation. I don't think Aaron Boone can lead a team to win over Bob Melvin. So I'm going to pick the Padres to win the World Series this year. I didn't even think about that because Dave Roberts versus Aaron Boone. That's easy. Oh, so easy. That's easy. That isn't even. Yeah. Dang it. Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean I have to pick the Dodgers to win the world series? You might. Oh, I'm so glad it's meaningless. <laughs> it's like, so like every year when I fill out my March Mac, my March madness bracket, yeah. Every single year I get to the final four. I'm like, well, I don't like any of those teams to win. <laughs> Every single yeah. time. You're emotionally like, 
Ugh. And that's what <laughs> that's what just happened. Is I was looking here, I was like, well, I don't want to pick the Dodgers, but who else am I going to pick? So yeah, I picked the Padres simply because I didn't want to pick the Dodgers. Yeah, but I can't. I don't. I've already said what I need to say, but okay. Well, I mean, anywho, it's going to depend on know. how this breaks down but yeah <laughs> let us know what you think baseball family reach out to us on the twitter machine like we like our two friends did today um at baseball the number two together um let us know your meaningless predictions we'll hold on to them maybe i'll pin this tweet at the uh at the top of our uh, timeline um and then you can just respond just let us know what you think uh because we want to hear what you guys think uh throughout this now and throughout the season as well we're gonna have an ongoing conversation um also don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Let us know what you think about what we're doing. You can drop an email in the mailbag. There's a link in the description of every single episode for that. Uh, you can reach out to us that way or on Twitter or on YouTube, like we said before. Don't forget also to jump on the shop at 9plusus.com. It's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com. That's 9plusus.com. Brad and I are both wearing baseball together t-shirts, but you would not know that because mine is in Korean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I just checked the uh, KBO is playing their openers right now. Nice. It is April 4th in the Korean Peninsula, and they are playing their games right now. So that's awesome. Very excited about the KBO. Go NC Dinos for all those that you've been following along. We are NC Dinos fans, reigning champions on the peninsula. And well, we not this last win. year. They won in 2020. They didn't win. Oh, that that's, right. It was, yeah, that's right. They didn't make the playoffs last year. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Reigning champions in our hearts and in our in our Always dreams. and forever. <laughs> uh, with that baseball family, we will catch you next week. <laughs>